At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Welcome, everyone. Um, a big win for us uh, Saturday, uh, getting through that, I think, that stretch of, of games that I think a lot of people thought we were supposed to win and, and, and doing that and now getting ready for a you know, big game against um, you know, a team that, that obviously has had its way uh, the last several years in the league and you know, getting an opportunity to play on a, on a big stage. Um, you know, it was a great opportunity for our guys. And, quick week so we were back at it yesterday and I think the guys have responded real well and we're we're halfway home it seems like already as far as our preparation goes so with that I'll open up for questions yeah with, with the snow today and then preparing for this game was the energy pretty uh pretty all over the place or pretty pretty good I guess at, at practice no it was good yeah we um we didn't have to modify a whole lot this morning we we changed it up just a little bit um thanks to the facilities crew for helping us out this morning but by the time we got going and ultimately, we had a stretch of weather that wasn't so bad this morning to, to get the work in that we needed to. We'll follow up this afternoon with uh, a little bit more than usual um, in the afternoon, and we'll deal with it tomorrow. And you know, we got a time. Time doesn't stop for us. You know, they're not moving that game back at all on Friday, so we got to get our work in. And I thought we've done that uh, both yesterday and today, given the situation. And, and with the short week, what, I guess specifically, what are the, the toughest parts of the preparation for? Uh, you know, I, I think it's, it, it depends on some factors. So we're fortunate we played at home on Saturday um, afternoon game. I think uh, type of game we were able to not wear anybody out. I think all those factors were important. Um, I think, you know, a lot of times it's harder on the coaches to turn around and, and shift gears as fast as we had to. We were in much earlier on a, on a Sunday than usual. Um, we typically don't bring our guys in to work on Sunday, so they they responded well yesterday. Um, you know, essentially got in yesterday what we would have done this morning. Um, but I think our guys knew the plan going in, and you know, uh, got the work done we needed to yesterday, and then came back this morning as well. So I think it's just you know, fortunately for me, I've been part of a lot of these Friday night games um, the last seven years. I know we had one. Each year, we had a lot of short weeks last week, so having been part of it, um, kind of knowing how it works and laying out a plan was the the key. And the guys, you know, coaches, players alike, have taken to it and ran with it. Does an 8 p.m. kickoff change anything? Well, same thing there. Mountain West I was part of a lot of those, so it, it does. It it makes your game day um, more of a waiting game for sure. Um, it makes your trip home later certainly, but it's you still and play the game at whenever they tell you to. So so we'll do that. We'll, we'll modify a few things on Friday, still go out on Thursday like we typically would on a, on a Friday. So you explain yourself a lot of that way, a lot of that from a day ahead perspective, but you know, the eight o'clock kick, and unfortunately we've played under the lights um, once already this year. So that's not a, a drastic deal. And, um, you know, I think the benefit of us to get an opportunity to play on ESPNU um, far outweighs the adjustment we got to make playing on Friday at eight o'clock. You mentioned that you guys have been favored for the last five weeks, and now you're going to go into a game against a more like opponent, a tough opponent. 
Is there a different sense of urgency within the building? Well, I, I hope that we've had uh, the correct sense of urgency every week, but uh, I think human nature would probably say that there is. Um, but I do think our guys handled their preparation each one of these last five weeks relative to the five opponents um, like we want them to. You know, very business, business-like. Uh, you know, we've preached not caring who we play, uh, when, where, all that stuff. And I think our guys have taken that, that mindset um, and repeated it week after week. And... I think generally that's shown in our performance. So now, you know, the uh, the dynamics are changed. We're playing on a, a different day, a different place. Um, you know, certainly an opponent that uh, um, has the accolades that are, are well-deserved, not only their ranking, you know, where they've been this year, but just what they've been able to do for the last several years. Uh, you know, obviously they have our full attention. Do you have any crossover with Coach, with Coach Hill? And can you kind of speak to what he's done at Weber in the last, you know? Yeah, uh, would have had crossover in 20. We were supposed to open with them um, at Wyoming. And, you know, so I, that was a lot of April, May back in quarantine was was getting ready to have a game plan ready for them and, and, and watching them play in 19 and, and make it to the semifinals. I had a lot of respect for for what they, what they did in 19. Um, you know, and you certainly do your 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 history check, and, and, and you learn more about what a what a coach has done and, and how they've gotten to that point. Um, we had played Weber at NDSU back, I think it was like 0405, way bef- you know before Coach Hill, and um, you know knew of the program then. But but what he's done more recently is uh, got them on a national stage. Um, uh, consistency, I, I think, how he's won about it is not only about you know succeeding at the big sky level but the national level understanding that you gotta you gotta play defense um you gotta be able to run the football you gotta be physical uh those are all you know trademarks that, that we want to be part of our program and they, they've certainly they're certainly theirs at Weber. Uh, there's no question about it and you know they're going to be um in position to to be in every game they play um again that's something that we want to say about our program so you know, and, and having a chance to be around Coach Hill just a little bit, um, have a great deal of respect for who he is as a as a person as well. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's a it's a program that um, you know has, has certainly is the mark in our league right now. I would say that, and and we got to go in well prepared, and our guys have to be ready to go on Friday. What what stands out most scheme wise from from that? Well, I, the, they challenge you offensively. Um, you know they 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 run um, the gamut as far as their run schemes. They execute well. They they are physical. You know they've had to play more quarterbacks. I'm I'm sure than they've wanted to this year. But um, they've all kind of found their way with the you know with each one of them being able to highlight their strengths. Um, you know it's a good running game and, and you know a passing game that's, that's certainly more than capable. I think defensively. You know they get after you. They're they're able to play a lot of man coverage. So with that, um, you know up front they can they can wreak havoc, and they have really good players uh, on both sides of the football. And then special teams wise, um, that's not just about one player. Although you know in Shadi they got a tremendous threat there, but uh, they obviously take special teams very seriously, and that's been a that's certainly been an edge for them over the years. Are you gonna try to kick kick away from him? Uh, is there any plan with uh, with trying to? Well, I don't know. I, I think one thing we've done pretty well is cover. Um, you know, I think our guys will be up to the challenge. You know, so to say, we'll just uh, hand it out there, and he's he can do whatever he wants. No, but uh, you know, we're gonna 
we're not going to be afraid of them, I guess, at the same time. Um, you know, I think our guys, uh, both on our kick coverage and our punt coverage, uh, you know, have done a really good job this year by and large. And, and this will be our biggest test, not only, again, uh, making it about one player, but the other 10 guys on their units do a heck of a job, too. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have a plan and, you know, I plan to contain them and go tackle them. And that's not an easy task by any means. With 11 picks this season, when you look back on film, what stands out to you about your defense's ability to kind of capitalize on those opportunities? Well, we've made most of them. I, I can't think of a lot of them that we, we haven't come up with the ball. There's been a few. Uh, I know that. So, you know, our guys are, you know, they're able to make plays on the ball. We, we play with good, you know, we play with zone eyes quite a bit. We're not, uh, we play enough man, but I would suspect most of our interceptions have come in from the zone variety where if, if it's thrown your way, you're seeing it, and you're having a chance to make a play, and you're where you're supposed to be. And I think uh, a good number of them have been where we've we've had the quarterback under duress as well. So those, ball, those balls aren't being thrown maybe where the quarterbacks want it to, and we've been able to, you know, capitalize. So it's about our pressure we're putting on. It's about our guys being fundamentally sound on the other end and, and for the most part, cashing on those opportunities. Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Well, I, I, he doesn't have the best throwing arm, but I know they do a lot of uh, ball drills for sure. Um, no, I think it's about, you know, it's, it's about the fundamentals all the way down to those ball drills. Um, you know, we spend time at that. Uh, I think our guys understand, um, you know, that ball's in the air, there those opportunities, both him and Coach Reisinger preach it. Uh, we got to make those plays. And, and, you know, I think in practice, um, you know, we're taking the ball away quite a bit. That's making sure every time Sean Austin drops back, whether he would be sacked or not, he's getting a chance to throw the football. It's just, I mean, it's maybe something as simple as that. You know, um, hey, I just hear, let him throw, let him throw, let him throw. So there's a lot of sack uh, interceptions going on on that side of the football when it comes to the scout team. But no, I think it's just, it's just a constant uh, reminder of what we're trying to do back there. And um, yeah, I think both Coach Banks and Coach Reiser do an excellent job of reminding our guys about that. Tough is it to prepare not only for a team coming off a bye, but a, likely a quarterback who hasn't played in, in a few weeks. Well, the the, the extra week for them, um, you know, certainly is an advantage. I, I think uh, you got a couple extra days days to prepare. Um, that always uh, plays in your favor. Um, I think the quarterback change, um, the anticipated change. I, I think we feel pretty strongly about what what we know is maybe going to happen. But I know they've. Even, even with that being said, they've played multiple guys in games without injuries leading to that. So, no different than last week. Um, we got to be prepared for a couple different styles. Um, and whether it's clearer this week than last, I, I think it's it's similar. So at least we've been through that that, that kind of transition. Um, you know, and, and we got to be ready and prepared for whoever they throw at us. Um, you know, and we have good, I think, good banked film on 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 
all their quarterbacks. I, I think it's not a complete guessing game if, if one's in the game, what it's going to look like. Uh, so, you know, we'll do the best we can to catch up as far as the the, the days that we have relative to theirs, and, and we'll be prepared for whoever they put out there at quarterback. Would you characterize this front seven defensively for Weber State, the most talented that you've faced, in, at least in the FCS ranks this, this year? I think so, yeah. I, I think that's fair. I, You know, and where they would compare with Wyoming, um, I think that there could be a comparison made. I think you could argue that. Uh, um, but but very active. They play. They have the ability to play a lot of guys. I think like we've tried to get to in our our front, the more guys you can play and not have that drop off, the fresher guys are. And, and I think that shows up on film for them. Um, you know, they allow their guys to to play a pretty simple game and know what they're going to do and, and do it really fast. Uh, so a lot of ways um, how they play their front seven, it's it's comparable to how we do uh, and how we're trying to. Um, so yeah, it's it's it, it's going to be formidable, and we're going to know where they're at. I think that's different than maybe a couple of the opponents that we've played. Um, but you know, the the task now is to to get on them and stay on them, and uh, you know, uh, win those battles over and over again. Anybody um, you're going to be getting back for this game, and anybody you're going to be missing, you expect? Yeah, uh, first time we've had. Um, Nate Stewart out on the field all year. So I, I think that's moving in the right direction. Um, I think RJ Fitzgerald, um, it will be ready to go. Ryan Davis has not played the last couple weeks. I think Ryan would be uh, would be approaching game, you'd be in game ready. So, you know, you get those three guys back, all um, experienced guys that haven't played, played a lot for us at this point. Ryan's played the most. Um, it'll be good to get them back on offense. Uh, defensively, um, you know, really be the same group that we we had. I, I think, you know, we, we were able to play Tyrell probably more than we anticipated last Saturday. So I'd say he's he's full go. I think he played, you know, thirty plays. So I think to, you know, to say that he's back is is accurate. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, we're pretty much status quo. And those three guys you said will be active for. Yeah, I, you know, they were out there for the really the first time in a full pad of practice today, but I, I think that's the way that would be trending. And James, can you speak to what, what happened with James as far as injury? And, and Davis, I guess, too. Um, you know, Davis was a, was an upper body um, injury that he's dealt with. And, and um, in, in James, um, you know, lower body that he'll be back from. And he's making his, making his way back. Um, you know, we're hopeful that a couple weeks down the road that he'll be back. I think so. Yeah, you, you know, similar to when uh, James, Eric, and Simeon were rotating pretty equally. Um, I think that's ultimately what it kind of got to on Saturday, without that being the plan. So yeah, I think we, you know, really plug in Tyrell from where, where James was. I had a question about uh, your young specialists, both kickers being, you know, new to the program and, and young guys in a position that is, has a decent amount of pressure on. So how have you felt they performed uh, and contributed? Yeah, I'll talk about Blake first. Um, you know, Blake uh, was in a battle with Luke uh, Pollock in, in, in preseason and really going back to, to spring ball. Um, you know, Luke went down with, uh, with an injury that de debilitated him for a while. And, and Blake, uh, you know, it was really to the point where we hadn't made a decision, but Blake, you know, got the nod by, I don't want to say by default, but that's just the direction it went with. And, and he's, he's performed very well. He's kicked the ball off uh, very consistently, um, number of touchbacks. 
directionally he's putting it where he needs to I know he's had a a couple a couple hiccups in there but not not too many as many times as we've been, we've kicked off and then from a place kicking perspective um you know really couldn't be more pleased I I know he um I think he's got one miss from a PAT perspective and you know his field goal misses um a couple snaps and then the, you know the 52 yarder the other day just missed so you know probably more than we we imagined and, and I really like Blake's demeanor he's a He's a competitive kid that believes in himself, and I think he's just going to continue to get better and better in that position. Um, you know, Bryce probably had his best and most consistent day this past uh, this past Saturday. I, I know he has, um, I think, tremendous ability to to get into the football and and you know, for for his first time punting, um, you know, he's been pretty dang consistent. Maybe not as booming as as he'd like to be, honestly, and he's his biggest critic. But as far as directionally putting the ball where where he wants to, um, you know, he hasn't really completely mishit a ball um, all year. I know he doesn't have a touchback, um, so he's done a you know a good job that I think that will continue to improve. And Tommy Sullivan, um, as a long snapper, um, while not perfect, um, has really given us a, a chance to say, okay, there's a guy that for four years, hopefully no one knows his name, you know, he can just be a consistent guy that does his job, and he's honestly done a really good job hustling down on the punt team and, and uh, being a part of that coverage as well. And you guys have put up a lot of points and had a lot of sustained drives offensively. Is that challenging for a punter when maybe you don't come in until the late third quarter? Uh, I think that's fair. I, I'd rather it be that way. Um, you know, to, to say that, you know, as a punter, you ever get in rhythm when your offense is, is in rhythm, I think that's fair. And, and um, I know we've had a few games where, the wind has maybe been a little bit of a factor, but but by and large, I think Bryce has really handled the duties well, and um, he's been in. You know, he's had to kick out of his end zone a few times, and that hasn't phased him. So, um, you know, I think we're just at the beginning stages of what Bryce can do, but uh, you know, really been pleased at this point. And Tyrell, what um, how would you kind of characterize his spirits when he was out, and uh, and also kind of what he did, um, just uh, you know, in, in meetings and things like that. Well, uh, he's a he's a spirited individual for sure. Um, competitive. Um, I, I think at the same time he's as a, as a skill guy, he really knows his body um, too. And, and so while it took a little bit longer for him to get right than we he we maybe hoped, um, I think he was always in tune. He'd been he'd really been practicing the the week the two weeks previous and, and getting reps and. and that, you know, so he was able to kind of build back up. I think one thing we were definitely concerned about was just conditioning, you know, because he really didn't. Uh, he missed some time in the summer, missed most of fall camp. Um, so it was a part of just getting his conditioning levels up. But but as far as him being locked in, he was there and helping out the younger guys, you know, Simeon in particular, um, and getting himself ready to go, which you know I think he did and, and performed real well on Saturday. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news.